Welcome to Celeste's Interest, where we will spike your interest. Hey guys, before you listen, make sure to share the show, leave a kind and positive rating. Thank you. Welcome everybody. Welcome back to the podcast today. Today I have a very special guest. I know she wears so many hats, a realtor, a broker, a dancer, and soon to be a podcast host. Tiffany, would you like to introduce yourself? <laughs> well, that was a wonderful introduction. I think you did a very great job. Um, but thank you for having me, Celeste. Again, my name is Tiffany for everyone who is listening in. I am 24 years old. I am an entrepreneur who wears many hats, like Celeste did mention. Uh, one of them in particular is being a real estate agent. I've been doing that for about four years. And I am also a newly uh, insurance broker. So I've been doing that for a few months now. Um, both in the state of California. Actually, as a kid, I had the dreams of becoming a trauma surgeon ever since the third grade. Uh, However, during my third year in college, I did decide to switch career paths. Oh, so like it sounds like when you were like a little kid, you already had it kind of planned out. I did. I did. I wanted to be a doctor. Well, speaking of your childhood, can you share the first way you made money as a kid? Yes. Uh, if I can remember, the first time I ever made money as a kid was selling avocados. I love Do you like avocados. avocados. Yeah, I love avocados. <laughs> I don't really like avocados, but at my mom's house, uh, where I grew up, we have this huge, giant avocado tree. And it's so big that it touches the telephone wires of the poles near wow. the house. And so the avocados grow to be about, have you ever seen the avocados at the store, how they're very tiny? Yeah, they're very tiny, like they're like this Mm -hmm. big. Yes, so think about maybe three or four times bigger than that. Oh my God, that's that's really big actually. Mm -hmm. They grow really huge. And so we didn't really eat them much. So what I would do with my siblings is we would actually pick the avocados and we would make a picket sign to hang around our neighborhood that said selling avocados for $1 and people would come by all the time because they loved how big the avocados were for the value that they were getting. So that mm. was the first way that I made money as a kid. That's good because like I know the avocados are like super tiny and you have to buy multiple and mm-hmm. at least now you have like big ones and they'll last you longer. Yes, exactly. How did you get interested in podcasting or what inspired you? Yeah, that's a great question. I actually love that question. So what inspired me was I love to talk. I've always been very talkative. And I love to share my ideas on certain things. Um, Not only the knowledge that I have for the businesses that I have, but also just to kind of have fun conversation with my friends and other people that I know. So I thought it would be really amazing to create a podcast, and hopefully I can get some tips from you later. Of course. I would love to give you some tips. when you, If you ever need them, I'm always here. What are some challenges that you faced while running so many businesses and doing so many different things? Mm-hmm. I think one of the main challenges is that if you don't have any um, organization or what they call systems set in place, basically you know, organizing your schedule and, you know, being able to kind of have your life um, well organized, you can kind of get 
overwhelmed with the amount of work that you have. And so that takes away from a little bit of all of your businesses as a whole. Um, and what that means is that you're not able to be productive in each and every business and you're actually losing time and losing work in each and every one. So that was one of the challenges that I had, but I quickly overcame it by hiring a coach and now I'm a bit more structured. Oh, so you hire kind of like a mentor? Yes, a mentor. So there's there's two different kinds. There's a mentor and there's a coach. So a mentor is someone who you're able to reach out to um, and it's completely free. They're willing to help you with anything that you need. Mm-hmm. And a coach is actually someone who does mentorship but like for a business. Oh. And you pay them for every session or for a certain number of sessions. One the is paid one, and one is free. Yeah, one is paid, one is free. So what are some books that you really recommend? Ooh, my favorite book, Think and Grow Rich. Have you heard of that one? No. Oh, that's a very good book, Think and Grow Rich. I highly recommend, uh, especially for children, is a book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Have you heard of that one? No. (laughs) (laughs) So Rich Dad, Poor Dad teaches us the differences between these things called liabilities meaning what kind of holds us back and doesn't give us any return on investment, meaning like doesn't help us grow or doesn't help us make money. And then assets are things that actually help us grow and help us make money. So it helps you differentiate between the two. Why is that so important? It's very important because as we grow older, if we spend a lot of our time um, in the liabilities section and we're not really investing our time in things that can help us grow or help us make money, then that means that we waste a lot of time, we waste a lot of money, um, and then we're kind of stuck in what's called the rat race, which is like, uh, imagine a hamster running on a wheel Mm -hmm. and he never escapes that wheel. And he's just running, 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 running. But he's like, hey, I want to get out of this. But he doesn't make any changes to get out of the wheel. He's still going oh. in circles. That's mm-hmm. a really good um, explanation, like something that, that my listeners can imagine in their head. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I, I really, I highly recommend that book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. It's a very easy book to read. Perfect. Thank you. So I know that you're a dancer. What really got you interested in dancing? Did you do it as a kid or is it more recent? It's more recent. I actually did not dance as a kid. I probably went to one summer program when I was about 13 years old. um, And I did a summer intensive where they taught me different genres of dancing, like Latin dancing, salsa, uh, tap dancing, ballet, and hip hop. Um, however, I recently picked up dancing in the last year as more so of a hobby and it really just allows me to be free. Um, I get to kind of expunge some of that energy that I have throughout my days and I also get to meet new people and, um, you know, other ladies like myself who also just love to have fun, judgment free and, um, you know, just, uh, be able to enjoy themselves. Yeah. Because I've seen some of your reels and, like, how you dance. Like, you, like, you're really good at it. Like, did you take, like, how many classes did you take? Like, did it take a long time to learn it and pick up the still? 
It does somewhat. It does. I would consider myself a fast learner, so I may pick up some things a little bit faster than others. Mm-hmm. But that's okay if, if you know if, if someone is not a fast learner and it may take a little bit more classes than um, someone else. But I took about one or two classes every month for the last two years. Oh, so just repetition mm-hmm. and repetition. Yes, exactly. You're exactly right. So, yeah, I know that you do a lot of different things. How do you balance it all? Oh, that's a good one. Okay, so I think there is a misconception of what balance is. And when I say misconception, I mean, I think that in today's world, mm-hmm. um, we expect for there to be a perfect balancing scale in our life. However, as an adult, we learn that there is no real description for what balance means or is. So it simply comes down to what are the things that we are making time for? And we have to create time and then disperse that time to different areas of our lives. And then we have to create a daily schedule and stick to that schedule. So for example, if someone wanted to create a schedule, and it's hard for them, how would you like, how would you tell them how to create the schedule? Mm-hmm. If it's hard to create the schedule? Yeah. Okay, so uh, what we can do is you can actually create a list of all your to-dos. So for example, you know, uh, someone your age who's still going to school, maybe you have homework or you have some projects that need to be taken care of. Yeah. You also have your gymnastics practice mm-hmm. and you have, you know, your podcast. So, you know, what someone who can do, what someone can do who is also in the same scenario as yourself is create a to-do list and a list of priorities and things that they need to do first and then the fun things that they would like to do. And then you can kind of organize and choose which ones should go first, which ones should go last. And you can also um, create a certain amount of time in your schedule for those things. Like... Maybe you're going to spend 15 minutes reading and maybe 30 minutes to your homework and then maybe 20 minutes for your exercise, things like that. Oh, because it's funny because my mom does like this A, B, C, D list. So Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of like the same thing, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, Tiffany, I was wondering, what is your why? My why? It's very deep, but I'll keep it brief. No, keep my it wife, as long as you want. You want me to keep it as long as I want? Okay. Yeah. Two main things. So my first main thing, my first why, would be my parents. Okay. So my parents, my dad is, he just turned 60, and my mom is going to be 56 on June 1st. So her okay. birthday's coming up. And they've been working for a very long time. However, they don't have any retirement set aside. Oh. So... One of my whys is my parents and why I work so hard and have the businesses that I have is so that I can set them up for retirement and they can live out traveling the world and going on vacation and not have to worry about working anymore as they grow older. Oh, because I know Mm -hmm. Rigo, I had him on the podcast and he was a realtor and his why was to retire his mom because she's been working forever. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So that's that's my why for both of my parents. Oh. And the second one, uh, I do have a mission and vision 
which is to educate and help as many minority communities as, communities as possible. So people who look like you and me, I want to help them become more financially literate, meaning understanding things like real estate and how to invest and create generational wealth. So that will help us create a better community because those things aren't taught and also create a well-being for their kids and their kids' kids overall. I love your why. It's very, um, it's very beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Well, Tiffany, I think this is well, it's the end of our conversation, but I loved, loved, loved talking to you. If anybody wants to follow you, where can they follow you? They can follow me on Instagram at Tiffany Haran, T-I-F-F-A-N-I, Haran, H-E-R-R-O-N. I'm also on Facebook and YouTube. Perfect. Um, Tiffany, any pieces of advice that you want to share? One piece of advice that I would love to share is to follow your passion and your desires. And why would you say that's so important? I would say following your passion is so important because then you could continue to live a happy and fulfilled life. And, um, you know, if you follow your passion and your desires, life will not necessarily be easy. You may come across some challenges. However, every day you will love what you are doing and it will never seem like you're working a day in your life. That's perfect. I've heard some people say that and I really think it is true because it's, when you're doing your passion, work is like when you're doing your passion for work, it doesn't feel like work, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Thank you, everybody, for listening in, and I will see you guys on the next one. Thank you for listening to Celeste's Interest, where we hopefully spiked your interest.